everyone. Welcome to the Others Podcast. I am your host, Stephen Penny. Joining me as always, Mr. King of Creams, David Travis. What's up, David? Live from the 718. What is going on, Penny? I'm a little sick today. I think we're both coming down with something, but you're definitely sicker than I am. Yeah, you got to ex- excuse all the listeners. I'm sorry, guys, but I feel like absolute garbage. But the dedication is here. So, And Penny woke me up like a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is 9 a.m. here, 2 a.m. your time. That's right. And you're ill, so that is that is real dedication. Yeah, man. That's what we do for this podcast. Yeah, that's it, man. I'm telling you right now, Penny, you have started something, and I am so down with it. It is disgusting. Like in a good, in a good way. That's a, that's a queen's way of saying it's yeah. good. Sorry, the sniffles. I'll try and edit them out, them yeah. out afterwards. <laughs> All right, what's going on, man? So this week we're going to talk about uh, Like I Love You. Do you? I, I love you too, man. It, yeah. <laughs> and then, then we've got a video to talk about as well. Oh, that is amazing. That is, that's, that's JT's uh, breakthrough right there. Yeah. So we actually, or I, sorry, I should say, left um, all the JT stuff off of the original list that we had of stuff to talk about. Yeah, I know. There was, a re- there was a reason why, and I can't remember what that reason was. Yeah. But then somebody, I think, hit you up recently and said, hey, you missed JT stuff. You should talk about Chris that. Chris Sorensen. That's my dude right there. That's my dude. He's going to get a shout-out every single podcast. Every week. Every, po- every podcast is getting a shout-out. Yeah, so I don't know why I left it out. There was a reason at the time, but... um but yeah, as we talked about, we've done like, you know, Britney Spears and stuff like that. We, I thought we may as well talk about at least one JT track. Um, and there, there will be many, many more to come uh, in future podcasts. But, but we can do this one for now. I, um, I actually, this is one I'm going to enjoy, to be honest with you. You did say to me this was one of your favorites. I, and I, should I give him the backstory? Go on then. All right. So um, King of Creams basically does everything. Anything music. I suck at cooking. Um, I suck at um, uh, um, paying attention to people who bring absolutely no knowledge to me. So I don't, I don't even bother listening. But there are a couple of things I'm good at. And one of them is anything music. So back in the day, in my younger, thinner days, I had to uh, learn this dance routine. So I actually watched this video a thousand times. So um, I still remember it, too. Um, no penny, I will not show you. Uh, I was but, about to ask. Yeah, uh, I had to learn it. I had to learn this, and uh, you don't have to call, but we'll talk about that one a little later. <laughs> All right. So you know this one inside and out then? Yeah, oh, 100%. 100%. That's good to hear. All right, so uh, Like I Love You, featuring the clips, released October the 14th, 2002, directed by Diane Martel, who we've talked about in the past and did and has done a lot of the NERD stuff and Pharrell stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 71 million YouTube views at the moment. So not bad. Um, it was Timberlake's debut solo single from yes. Justified. I was quite surprised when I looked at the US chart. How it charted. Yeah. yeah. So it didn't chart particularly well. It managed to get to number 11 in the US chart. It was like it was 60s. in the UK. Right, wasn't it? In the, in the US, it was like 60-something? 
it came in originally at like 68 or something, then jumped up to 40 something. Yeah. And then it peaked at like 11. Yeah. That which, was, is, which was quite a surprise. Especially for a banger like that. But I guess people were just like, eh, I don't know, you know, but. Yeah. And I looked at the charts, chart positions around the world and it literally, it didn't get to number one anywhere. And I, for some reason, fully expected it to be, you know, number one in all the countries. I agree. 100%. I totally agree. But yeah, number two in the UK. Oh no, it did get, it got to number one on like the US Billboard like pop dance chart or something when these like stupid subcategories mm-hmm. somewhere. But yeah, in any of the main charts around the world didn't get to number one anywhere. Why do you think that is? I mean, I have an idea. Um, I think a lot of people weren't ready to see Justin by them, you know, by himself. They were so used to the uh, the NSYNC thing. That's my theory. Um, I know a lot of my friends didn't take it serious when he first did it. But you would think all those kind of NSYNC fans would still follow them mm-hmm. when they're solo and go out and buy the singles. You see that with you know boy bands now, I don't know, like One Direction and stuff. You know they've all gone their separate ways, but they still hit number one every time because they've still got that that core following from when they were in a group. Mm-hmm. So I would expect all those NSYNC people to go out there and buy the track. I would expect Neptune's fans to go out and buy the track, hip-hop fans, because you've got the clips on there. Um, so, yeah, it's a surprise that in the U.S. it didn't even make top 10. Yeah, and it's crazy because um, I guess when he first started, you know, none of us were an NSYNC fan or Backstreet Boys. That was huge back then, but we didn't listen to that. So I guess when it first started, people were just like, all right, I'm not going to give it a shot. But little did they know that was probably the best move that Justin made was leaving that group and becoming the person he is right now, 100%. For sure. And I don't think, and I think we may have mentioned this in one of the earlier podcasts, but we would not have the the Justin Timberlake of today, like the global superstar that he is without Justified and without, you know, the Neptunes in Timberland having done that album. He could have gone solo and got a lot of more poppy kind of producers that he'd worked with in the past right. to do that album. But I think he went out on a bit of a limb um, as well, getting those people involved. And I think that um, that one song, I don't want to say it put the Neptunes on there, but it kind of did. You know, first we talked about it with the, with the Nori thing, and now we're almost like revisiting it with Justin. And it really helped him, man, because... You know, him and um, the T- Timbaland did some some things on that album, Justified yeah. too, right? Yeah, yeah, so it was almost like a battle of the Virginia thing. I remember um, people in Virginia were just like, well, Timbo's better, and, you know, the Neptune's a little more rockish. So when he dropped that, it was like, um, let's revisit that whole, you know, Virginia, Neptune's versus Timbaland. Huge. And I think that every song on Justified was better than any Timbaland song that was on there. That's just my opinion. That's funny because I my personal favorite on that album, just if you're looking at just the beats alone, mm-hmm. um, is "Cry Me a River." Get out of here! Yeah, I just think that beat is just ridiculous, and I can wow. listen to the instrumental of that over and over and over. Really? Yeah. I mean I the the production both ways, Timbaland and Neptune's was amazing. I do agree with that. Um, but my favorite joint on that track, on, excuse me, on that album is um, uh, Last Night. 
That's just what I was about to say as well, yeah. Yeah. Which That's is another one. Which is also one of the best um, chord progressions that the Neptunes, in my opinion, have ever made. Besides Margarita Sleepy Brown, last night was amazing. That bridge is crazy. I think everyone that's, that's a music fan um, comes up with that one when you talk about Tim Blake. Yeah, I mean, it was... And the Neptunes. It was like, oh my gosh, they are not, they are not holding any prisoners on this one. They were letting it go. Um, but Like I Love You, um, to get back to the video, um, I think Justin had something to prove with that video because you could see even like the dancing. He was on point with everything. It was, I'm going to stay away from what you guys think I'm supposed to be, and I'm going to show you the talent that I have. And I thought he did an amazing job at it. I really did. Yeah, definitely. Have you watched the um, Making of Justified videos? Uh, with, with Pharrell and Chad in the studio? Yeah. Yeah, I always use a there's song. Like se- there's like eight of them, isn't there? And they're all about like an hour or two hours long, so there's a lot to get through. But Yeah. I always use a song on some of my Instagrams. It never was released. Um Neptune ended up using it as one of the bonus tracks to tape you. Um, and there was a song that they were making in the, in the um, I call it Second Chance, they were making it in the studio. But there was a song that they made um, that never was released. So I can only imagine some of the unreleased stuff that could have been on that album as well. I can imagine it was all sorts, especially when you think a lot of these beats originally... They were made with with like Michael Jackson in mind. Yes, yes, one hundred percent. And yo, I love Michael Jackson straight up, but I don't know if he could have did some of those songs justice. Maybe Senorita, but not like I Love You. Yeah, there, there are some that are probably wouldn't have suited him, and that's probably why they turned them down. But but I would love to have heard a Michael Jackson version of a lot of these tracks. You know, Michael would have came on there. On some like, uh, I Michael, chill. Like, <laughs> okay, Mike, relax. You know, he goes in. Um, yeah. But, but to- I'd, I'd like to know, like, which of these tracks from this album they actually put to, to Michael Jackson's people. Right. Because obviously, we see if you watch those in you know, the making all justified, there's a lot of these tracks where they are just sat in a studio and they just kind of come up with just, them there and then. Um, so yeah, I'd really like to to know which specific ones they put in front of Jackson's people and, and you know, specifically why they turned turned them down. I know they said at the time they were looking at, they didn't suit the direction in which they wanted oh, Michael Jackson to go. I don't think Michael right. Jackson had much of a say in any of this or if he even heard any of these tracks originally. But yeah, they're supposedly Michael Jackson's people just said, nah, we want him to go in a different direction um, in the coming months and years. Well, you know what? It was better for, it was better for, uh, for Justin. I mean, some of those songs end up being some of his biggest hits till today, uh, you know, till today too. So um, in the video, uh, there's a lot of the uh, synchronized dancing. Once again, you got Pharrell with the cameos, you know, Clips was there. Um, I wish I was in the video. I gotta lie. I can outdance you were so, Justin. You were so close as well, from what I uh, understand. Yeah. I mean, listen. Uh, I think I'm a better dancer than Justin. No, let me stop. Let me stop. Um, Justin's outfits were on point. Then uh, he had that one beanie on, and uh, like the dark red one at the start. Yeah, a lot of Von Dutch going on. And that was that was like the 2000s, man. Um, I think he had like a like seven. The, 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 
There was the blue bandana with the cap over the top. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I definitely did not about that. I, yeah, when I rewatched the video earlier, um, yeah, I did notice that kind of club scene that they have in the kind of second half of the video where they have the all the kind of choreography and stuff. His outfit then is very Michael Jackson-esque. Oh, yeah. 100%. And he had a 7-Eleven shirt on. I'm not sure if anybody noticed that when it was He there. did, yes. And am I going to lie? I had that shirt. And that's the only reason why I know that he had that on. Because when I had to learn to dance, they were like, can you get as close to the outfit as you can? I'm like, yeah, but I'm not wearing that blue bandana nonsense. Chill. But I saw the 7-Eleven shirt. I'm like, oh, I, know, I can get that from 7-Eleven. I literally went down to 7-Eleven and picked up a shirt. It was two ninety nine. one. Yeah, I bought one. I don't have it anymore, but it was two ninety nine. <laughs> I was hoping you'd uh, be able to put that shirt on and give me a little rendition of the dance. Nah, I'm all right. I'm good. I don't even think I can fit it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the end, we we saw Pharrell dancing, trying to yeah, he, robot uh, a little he, bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a an, an awkward, not an awkward moment, but it's a, it's a strange one. There, there, there's quite a few videos, but we've gone back over them recently, and I've been rewatching stuff and picking videos that we're going to talk about, where there's these little kind of breakdowns, and Pharrell does these like little dance moves, and he was killing it, stuff like that. And it's very, very strange. There's also um, what's the NERD one? I think she likes to move. Mm. I don't remember there's that video. A, there's, there's a there's a bit where he's kind of just stood there on camera and there's no vocals and he's just kind of like bobbing his head. Oh yeah, and maybe maybe as well as another one where he's just kind of like, you know, doesn't really know, doesn't seem to know what to do yeah. with himself. Almost. I don't think he's a big dancer, which is cool. No. I mean, he makes up for the, with the music. But I don't think he's. I don't think he's a big dancer. That song, in my opinion. Um, I know we're not up to like the whole like where we rate it, but I'm just gonna skip to it. That's a ten, in my opinion. That's a ten, wow. bro. And let me tell you something. At parties, how I blend it in with the song, I don't start from the dump, da da dump. I start from the end. You know how they switch it up and it goes break it down, dun, dun, mm-hmm. dun, dun, dun. Then like that's where I started from. And when that comes on like that, people go nuts. So just from their reaction and the fact that I. Kind of learn to dance, and then you can still, you know, mess around with it today. The song's a 10. 100%. Oof. That's a big score. Yep. Sorry, I said it. I'd, I'd give it a seven, eight. Whoa. That's me, like, beautiful. Well, beautiful, I'd give it a zero, but... <laughs> Hold it in. We're not there yet. We've got another week or two to go yet. Do we really? Yeah. Oh. Maybe mm. next week. You have to, I'm just going to let you know, you're going to have to, um, we're going to have to get like a sensor button and make sure, and we're going to have to put that on the iTunes, like this episode contains vulgar 718 language. Like, don't worry, we are already listed as explicit. Yeah, I saw that. So, yeah. I remember when yeah. I first started getting it through Apple, I'm like, wait a minute. We got the, we got the little E next to it? Oh, no. so that, that's what makes us official. That's like the blue check on Instagram. I put it on there just just in case. You have like young listeners. I know I, I know I have a bad habit of uh, of swearing occasionally. So uh, I don't think we 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 kind of keep this P, PG. We don't. Uh, yeah, we're not like uh, oh, until next week if we do beautiful. 
But exactly, yeah. It's going to be NC-17. Rated M for mature. It's all downhill. All downhill. Um, but yeah, going back to the video quickly, um, some other random facts and bits and pieces. Um, it was Grammy-nominated, despite its um, lack of chart success. Nominated in one of those slightly stupid categories, again, I think that we talked about the other week with Britney Spears or whatever, is mm-hmm. the best rap slash sung collaboration. Okay. So, because <laughs> obviously you've got some singing, but you've also got some rap in there as well. Yo, and, and Clip's verse was ridiculous. Yes, they did kill that. Yo, they smashed that. And that was, I think that's a really big thing for the clips as well, because Lord Willen was out by then and was performing well. I can't remember if Grinding had come out by this point. But obviously, they're still relatively unknown in mm-hmm. the kind of broader kind of right. world, I guess. It wasn't to so look have, back. And like, yo, that's clips. So I yeah, totally get so what have, you're saying. So yeah, getting them onto a track with somebody who's about to blow up as big as that, you know. And JT's obviously already really big because of the NSYNC stuff. So getting them on there is, you know, huge exposure for them as well. But then you see that in the sort of late 90s, early 2000s with a lot of the Star Trek artists mm-hmm. where the Neptune's produced for other larger artists. They then bring in their own people to do backing vocals or additional verses and stuff like that. And that's cool. They keep it like in the family. Like I thought that was always cool. Like, um, you know who else did that? Uh, Rough Riders. I remember you would see like DMX, Eve, Dragon and Swiss Beats almost in every Rough Riders song. I thought that was really cool that, um, that Pharrell kind of did that. I would love seeing Khalees in a video, you know, that she wasn't really in singing or something. Um, it's, good, it's good marketing for the for the label and for the artists as well. To what do you say? You always know, stay on. What, uh, always, always stay on brand. Yeah, all the time. You, you always stay on brand. stay on brand. Yeah. Um, we should we should have one of our listeners get the closest outfit and and do your best, Justin Timberlake. I, I would be very <laughs> interested to see if anybody still has an outfit like that. I definitely don't. I tell you, if somebody can, if someone has an outfit that uh, is identical or is close <laughs> to identical as that one in the club, so he's got the weird black baggy cargo trouser kind of things or pants, as you would call them in that part of the world. <laughs> um, the red T-shirt, <laughs> then the black, the black unbuttoned shirt. Yeah, well, um, he's like he was wearing a choker too, almost like that chain he had on. Or whatever. I yeah. noticed that. I trust me. I noticed everything. If yeah, if someone can uh, recreate that, then we might send them a little, a little prize or something. Yeah, I would. Yo, I would definitely love to see that. And <laughs> that hat. I'm not gonna lie. That hat. I bought it, um, and I still have it somewhere. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I definitely still have that. Yo, that video is timeless. I'm sorry. I was watching it's it the good. other day before we even started talking about this, just to watch it out of the blue. Yo, just the dancing alone. I think, in my opinion, I think he had something that he was trying to prove something. Like, he was like, all right, yo, I'm, I'm not in sync anymore. And I think a lot of the people that were listening to, you know, that type of genre, and I guess you could say rap, hip-hop, you know, it was almost like they needed to be proven. Like, we had to be like, all right, Justin, show us that you're, quote-unquote, urban. You got this urban beat, you know, show us that you know what you're doing. And I think he pulled it off. 
but I think, I think you get that from the very like start of the track where he's just doing where he's speaking and you've mm-hmm. just got that acoustic guitar intro it's almost a, like here is a fresh start there's no beat behind me you don't know what's coming up there's and just his that face gu- was like there just that guitar yeah and it's just right? his face on the screen and it's like what way is this gonna go what's gonna come from behind this and then you get that guitar and then those drums kick in behind it that's when that's when a song goes crazy that does it yeah that when Definitely. those when those drums come in like that it's almost like yo what is going on right now in the best way possible yeah and that again listening to it earlier and paying a bit more attention to it it's they're slightly different drums to what you would normally get from the Neptunes. You've got that real heavy like snare in there, I yo, think it is. Good observation. Cause that was I was definitely gonna say that. It was one of those like, yo, it doesn't because remember at that time there was the Neptune sound. Yeah. So to hear those drums like that, it was like Yo, did Pharrell play those? Was that Pharrell on the drums? I believe so, yes. Yo, the guy's a genius, man. Yeah, it was. I remember watch, actually watching the video of, of him actually doing that in the studio. That's crazy. Mm. He's almost like me, you know, very talented. <laughs> Mod- <laughs> modest. Yeah, you know uh, what yeah. I'm saying? He's humble. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, and I've got to say, one other thing I love about the song, and I love this about any Neptunes or Pharrell song, is a, is a Pharrell, hey, just thrown in there. And you get a few of those. And I, in any song, when if he does that, I... I don't know. That's just something I really like. Um, there was a uh, song that he did. I'm not sure if you've seen this on YouTube, but there was a song that he did with a group called, I want to say it was Overdose, and the, and the song was called Last Kiss. That and is that, one of my favorite summer songs yo, ever. It, Steve, you are, you are on point tonight. That I song is... That in the summer, and then in the winter, like at the moment, when I've had like... Five days of constant snow. It's been minus 20 every day. I will blast that in the apartment and I'll just put all the light, all the hue lights to like an orange or a red and I will just bang that and it will just make me think of the summer. That song is so underrated, but yes, in the, in the, I'm not sure, have you seen the making of that song? Of course. Yo. First of all, there's a couple parts that are in that video that did not make it to the song. A couple bridges. But in that video, they were, uh, you know, Pharrell's doing the hey, hey. Yeah. Um, I want to say a lot of Pharrell songs have that on there. I, I, oh, yeah. I like it too. There's a lot that do. Damn, I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head now where he's just like, hey. I don't, I don't know, man. Hey, hey. I'm just drawing a blank right now. There's a, a next listener contest. Yeah, I know, Although, but that, that but that would also mean we would have to go through them and count them all as well, which I don't really fancy doing, to be honest. Yeah. but you're right. But honestly, overdose. I didn't know you liked that song, bro. Last kiss. Oh, love it. Where did I hear yeah, that? And, like, and that's actually, I think that's on our list actually to talk about in the future. So we won't go too deep into it now. Okay. But yeah, that making of and when he's on the on the keyboard with um. You know, just playing around with the sounds and stuff. Those like those vocals that he's kind of chopped up and messing around with. Amazing. That they use in the background of the track. Just oh, ridiculous. So, um, yeah, like I love you. 
Uh, Sir Penny gives it a six. What did you say, seven to eight? I said seven to eight, yeah. King of Queens gives it, gives it a ten. You give it the big ten. That's high praise. That, that, that song is ridiculous. Senorita, I can't speak for. I'm not, I wasn't, it's a great song, but I wasn't too crazy about it. Bridge is crazy, though. Um, I really liked it. Um, I'm just trying to bring up the track list quickly just to see if there were... What else do we have on the album? We may go back to revisit some of these at some point as well, but yeah. Senorita was a single. Mm. Uh, Cry Me a River was obviously a single. Timberland. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott Storch uh, co-wrote some of that as well. Mm. They had uh, beef later on in life. Yeah. Uh, Rock Your Body, that was a single. Oh, I forgot about that joint. Yep. And then uh, I think that was all the singles off the album. And I think one of the slower ones was also released as a single. Was it like Never Again or something? Yo, but yeah, like, low-key lo- lo- on that album, like Last Night, and Let's Take a Ride as well. And speaking of uh, the, the slower songs, there's a joint on there called um, Take It From Here. Mm-hmm. That bridge also great uh, chord progression. That's actually my favorite chord progression. I'm gonna get real technical. That's a it's an F major seven to a a G major seven to G major seven to D major seven. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to think of the, the the bass notes. That bridge is ridiculous. And just so you know, if those of you listening. Take It From Here has that chord progression for the bridge. And there are 10 more Pharrell songs that use that same chord progression, but just do it in a different key. So they re- almost like reinvent that one chord progression and made like a ton of other songs out of it. Genius. 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 I was looking at some of the... Uh the stats for the album itself as well. Um, this only goes up to 2012, so this is quite out of date, but even by 2012, the album had sold 10 million copies around the world. What do you give the album as a hold? As a whole? Uh, as a hold? Uh, I don't know. As a whole, I give it... Um, <laughs> it's a really strong album. I still listen to it. It's got to be at least an eight. I agree. I was going to say eight. But it's, it's really weird, because I remember when the album actually came out, and I was like, I'm not listening to that. I'm not listening to a, a Justin Timberlake album. I think Justin most people Timberlake felt like from, that. From NSYNC. And I was like, even, even though back then I was like, I love NERD, I love the Neptune stuff. I was like, I don't know if I can bring myself to listen to a Justin Timberlake album. Um, and I don't know what brought me around to actually listening to it. It may have been the fact that this single came out, and then I went and listened to it. But... Um, as soon as I did listen to it, like all the way through, I was just like, mm-hmm. oh. Yeah, it was, it was one of, I think a lot of people felt like that, which is why getting back to the video, he was almost like out to prove something like, I'm not that guy. Um, I always say when, when NSYNC saw that video, they immediately said, okay, guys, our career's over. That was it. They instantly knew. All right, guys, well, you'd be, uh, the group is done, so we'll never suggest it again. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny how he's the only one that's really taken that chance. Mm-hmm. And um, has, you know, he is what he is now. And like, I couldn't even name anyone else from NSYNC. Yeah. I mean, 
let alone did... what they're doing and what their other songs or releases are. So, but didn't it, didn't uh, it was was a girlfriend that they had girlfriend yeah with Nelly as well yeah yeah that song sucks too. Actually, I hate that song. That. I I actually don't mind that song. So, the one with, so there's two versions. There's, I think, an original album version. Then there's like a remix that they did, which has got Nelly on it. Um, and it, it, as a track, I actually don't mind it. We should, um, one day I think we should do the top 10 worst Neptunes produced songs. That's on there. That would be on there for me. Really? Yeah. Okay. To, yeah, to be fair, it's not... Not one of the best, I wouldn't say, but um, I don't dislike it. Hmm, I'm trying to think of just one more uh, that I really hate by the Neptunes. Uh, I'm, uh, yo, I'm drawing a blank. I think it's the uh, Nyquil. <laughs> well, when you're feeling a little bit better, we can uh, we can set some homework for for one week and. Yeah, that song, uh, uh, "Girlfriend," pretty. It's pretty bad. All right, so you're not a fan. Yeah. All right. No, so, no. is there anything else in this uh, this track that we want to talk about? Um, besides, like I said, besides the the live instrumentation, and you know, it being Justin's breakthrough album, the choreography, the cameos, the composition of the song. I think I think we basically covered everything. And I want to say, you know, it's a it's a great song, man. They they nailed it on that one. So that that's why you get my ten. All right, good stuff. So that's 31 minutes in, so that's pretty much half the podcast. Half perfect the fu- timing. Okay. So what else have we got? So you got any shout-outs this week? Go on. Um, yeah, I was going to say, we got to do the shout-outs, and we have to do the uh, pickups, any other new uh, info we have. But um, if we're going to start with the shout-outs, I'm going to give, obviously, first um, Legendary Simpson. He is the guy that keeps King of Creams, and I want to say now, uh, Penny, happy. He's, he literally sends us, I'm not sure if we covered this last week, but he usually, like, he usually sends me a message, and it's usually something that's on World Star Hip Hop that I'm going to find funny. And I think that's pretty oh, cool. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. We talked about this the other week, didn't we? Mm-hmm. He's straight up, yo, he's straight up probably the happiest man on Instagram. Yes. Yeah, it was, it's only um, sort of fairly recently I started actually talking to him. And, uh, and yeah, I think we, we were discussing it because he was sending us both... Uh, yeah, the uh, World Star videos. Funny, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and definitely um, shout out him. Uh, I want to say that... Was it Star Trek World? Maybe a couple, uh, a couple of uh, posts back, I had did like a beatbox... beatbox here on the podcast and he actually did one as well and i meant to respond back to him last week with more beatboxing but um, i think it was i do remember seeing uh, a challenge to you put out there yeah i want to give a uh, a shout out to him as well straight up he's doing he's doing good things as well so um and he also puts up every time we do a uh a podcast he he supports so those are my two shout outs for to uh for tonight today whatever you want to say all right, cool. I, I've got one at the moment. I'm sure there was somebody else, so I apologise um, if I said I would give you a shout-out and I've completely forgotten. Uh, but my one is uh, Zerk Illustrations, so uh, Gokul Raphael mm-hmm. uh, in Spain. 
Um, he does like great artwork. Um, I don't I don't know if he's a graphic designer or, or what he actually does, um, but he does all these like little bits of art, these kind of mi- minimalist pieces of art from um, music videos and stuff like that, and also kind of creates his own art based on oh yeah albums yeah, yeah. and singles and i think he's done a whole like justified actually a justified thing i've seen um, that as well as an in search of thing so he'll make like an image relating to like every mm-hmm. track name but yeah he does like uh, a bunch of kind of minimalists um like video still images so he'll find a frame in a video and he'll strip it back and make a really nice kind of cool looking piece of art from it. Um, I've actually purchased. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't um, you buy something? Yeah, I, I bought a few of his bits actually. Um, so if you do see any images that he has and you, know, you really like them, he, he will potentially sell you a, a HD or a yeah, that's what's up. People are, um, people so are really being, doing big, big things, man. That's good. Yeah, so I, I've bought a few bits off of him. Um, so yeah, Check out his stuff on Instagram. It's uh, Zerk, Z, or Z as you would say, mm-hmm. U-R-C underscore uh, illustrations. Um, but yeah, he's got some really cool uh, bits of art on there and stuff. So if you like them, you know, send him some money and help support. And, you know, like I say, I've bought five off of him so far, I think. <laughs> Something stupid like that. And then here's a, I'll let you into a little secret. We're actually... We've been working on something privately recently as well. Oh, which may see the light of day maybe I in a couple of weeks' light. time. Really? But I'm keeping this a secret from you as well. Okay. So you just have to you have to wait and see. Okay. I respect that. But yeah, but yeah he he does some really good art. Um, stuff that I really like. Minimalist, really nice colors. Um, so yeah, check out his stuff. And yeah, like I say, if you like it. Mm-hmm. Chuck him some money and get a copy and, yeah, help support. Wow. That's awesome. And you know what? I've, I know who you're talking about now, so definitely definitely show your love. That's what we're here for. So, um, Yeah. And I'm going to get a few of those things actually printed off and, like, on a canvas or something and put up on the wall as well. That's how much I like them. He should do one of, uh, of um, the new – I'm not sure if he's done it already, but the uh, – the new um, nerd album. Yeah, I don't think he's done anything yet, but um, but not like not like the actual album. Just you know, they did a lot with the um, when they were at ComplexCon, with that van on stage. They had like all these cars on the stage. Pharrell was sitting on top of a van. That would be pretty cool. That setting uh, was pretty dope. Yes, I don't know if he's actually done any of that because I've seen quite a few people do imagery based around that. I'm just gonna go on uh, his Instagram now and have a look. But yeah, I'm yeah. um, sorry. Yeah, you were gonna say about your your latest pickups. You, oh, you talk oh. about that, and I'll um I'll look stuff up. Okay, so um, it's funny. Back in 2015, I um made it a mission that when the super colors dropped, I was gonna get all 50. Um, that day they dropped, I didn't get any. They sold out before I can even order. Yes. Sorry, if Sorry, you guys, he, he, yeah, he's, he's showing a picture yes, now. Yeah, I'm looking up uh, Raphael's Instagram. Yeah, he's got like a little. Um, there's one, two, there's, yeah, four images of when of the new complex. Call. Yeah. Um, and I didn't get any super colors, but over time, obviously, I um, you know, got a good majority of them. So my newest pickup, 
from the super colors, I got three new colors to add to that that I did not have. I can't tell you the name of the colors off the top of my head, but it brings me up to 40, so I'm only missing 10. And I will, I'm, I'm believing that I'll never find them, which is fine. I mean, but. Like, generally, what colors are they? Are they blues? Are they reds? Are they. Um, I think one of them was called like Joy Red. So that was like in the offshoot of obviously Red. Um, I'm just looking at them right now. Uh, there was another one that was called, um, uh, I can't read. These things have like this weird product, you know, name, uh, Tribe Yellow. Um, I didn't have that one. Yeah. I don't know where these colors are coming from. And, uh, it was either Lucy Pink or Ray Purple that I didn't have. So I picked those up. But that's nothing in comparison to what you did, my friend. Your pickups. I only have two. Yeah. For now, two you do. Ones. Yeah, for now. That's what I say every week. Yeah, we're, we're bad influence on each other. I think people start to yeah. recognize that. Very, very, very much. I think pretty much on a weekly basis, we will both message each other. Like, I'm about to buy this. What do you think? Or random pictures of stuff we've seen that we're about to buy. And then we both stupidly encourage each other. Yeah, it's, it's you and Chris I always include on DM, like, yo, look at this. We need this. Because he's the same way, too. Um, the hues are taking over the world, but they do need to stop with the colorways, in, in my opinion. Yeah, man, we are getting out of control. But, um, yeah, in the last week or so, we've had the start of the the Holy Packs uh, start to roll out. So we've had the Tennis Hughes and some Stan Smiths. We've still got the NMDs coming next mm-hmm. week. Um but yeah, so there were four, I think, tennis hue colors that were released. So there's a red, green, blue, and yellow. Is that mm-hmm. right? So I got the red pair because I'm a sucker for anything red, anything basically. Red. Yeah. So I got those. Really nice. Um, they're not like a solid red the whole way over. As you say, they're kind of, they're based on like a tie-dye kind of thing. Although it's not quite as apparent as like the whiter NMDs that have that tie-dye on there with different colors. Right, um, right. They're fairly solid red most of the way around, um, but it then kind of fades off in small areas into like a, a lighter pink kind of color. Um, every shoe is kind of different, I think, from what I understand, because the, the material overall is tie-dyed, and then they cut that material to then make the shoes. Um, so they're all going to vary very slightly. Um you know, one I noticed on mine is on the left shoe, the back of it is very red, but on the right shoe, one half is red, and then on the other half, it's completely just like like a light pink. It's like two different shoes almost. When you posted um, them, I was impressed. I'm like, wow. But when yeah, you posted them, I was like, Penny, again, is bad influence on me. Yeah. But they do look nice. They are um, they're nice fitting. I haven't... I think I said this to you last night, and I've not noticed this in the other ones, but then... Most of my other ones are still unworn. They also have like a plastic rim around the edge of the toes. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. So it like sort of stops them, the sort of toe area, the toe box like collapsing on itself, mm-hmm. which you find a lot of the, the tennis hues do because of the material and there's no kind of solid structure to them. They, right. If you don't wear them, they just start to kind of collapse in. Um, but on these, they've got like this sort of plastic rim around the edge, uh, around the toes, which kind of keep it, in shape a little bit. In a better shape, yeah. Right. Um, but, but yeah, I wore them around the house. They're, yeah, essentially the same as the others. Comfortable, nice, 
well made, looked good. And yeah, glad I copped them. Uh, the other ones I got were also from the Holy Pack. That was the Stan Smiths. Um, again, they're the... I think they were listed as red, but they're actually... There's hardly any red in them. They're essentially pink. I think they're meant, obviously meant to be red, but obviously the material, the cutting that I got was, yeah, lacking in red, heavy in uh, pink and white. Um, and we I like them. Sort of briefly before the podcast as well they do look really good um but if you are a stan smith owner you may find them a bit strange i I certainly did you know they're not there's no leather in them at all like a a normal standard stan smith would be they're more of a and they're not the the kind of prime knit or fly knit or anything like that either right um which we also saw in the blank canvas stan smiths they're even different to that they're more of like a canvasy type of material, and I'm guess I guess they're that kind of material so that they hold the dye in, so that the color kind right. of sits in them properly. Um, but yeah, that I was quite surprised at sort of how rigid they feel, even though it's a very sort of thin material. Um, and I guess they probably need to be worn in a little bit. So I've probably got another three or four months before I can actually wear them outside anywhere. But yeah, I think they need to be worn in a bit and that will help kind of loosen the material up a bit. But but they do look really good. They are... Um, I can't remember if which ones are women's sizes because one of these was men's, one was women's. Yeah, they're, they're actually doing that a lot, which is uh, kind of which throwing me off. Yeah. Yeah, so you have to check. Um, it might have actually been the tennis hues that were women's. What did I message you? I messaged you something, didn't I? There now I'm was to um, read back through my messages quickly to see which ones. I think the um, well, first of all, there was a whole entire slew that just came out out of nowhere. I counted at least fifteen pairs that I was like, "Holy crap!" Um, the uh, the women's, I think there was like a weird white and blue um, colorway that just dropped, and a white and pink. Uh, colorway as well, um, which is kind of weird because there is a white and pink hue already, um, but the material is a little different. So I think that's like the only difference, and besides that, they're women's. But I'm probably going to get all of them, to be honest with you. <laughs> what a surprise. Yeah, I know. Influence, not good. Yeah. But yeah, just I was just looking back at the messages, and yeah, it's the... So it's the holy tennis hues, which are actually women's, technically. Um, so I bought a, a, a size up or whatever I needed to do so it would right. fit me but then they actually do fit quite big so even though there are women's the fitting is still like a men's size almost yeah Adidas is always like a half size bigger I don't know about you but it's really weird because I was looking at my, all my boxes the other day and I've got such a massive variance in sizes with all these like Adidas ones of the last couple of years um they're all over the place. And this is what I hate with any clothing brand, any shoe brand, is this weird size variances that they do. Just make one size. One size. Like, everyone knows where they stand at that point. Like, I know I'm a UK 8, which is a US 9, which is an EU right. 42. Right. Like, that's all I want to buy. I don't want to have to, like, message people and say, how do, how do these they kind fit? of shoes fit? And, like, do I need to size up, size down? Like, 
do I need to actually try them on? Because, again, this is the problem I have here being in Finland is I can't get my hands on any of this stuff really before I buy it. So I can't really go into a store and try these things on and see how they fit. So I have to kind of take a gamble sometimes. And that's really annoying. And the same goes for like BBC stuff as well for the last couple of years. Yeah, we were talking yeah, about the, that. Yeah, the size is changed depending all on off. the kind of the fit and the trends at the time, which I, I understand. But, you know, I'm used to buying stuff in a certain size. And again, I order all of my stuff online. Mm-hmm. So now suddenly I'm having to, or I went through a period where I'd, I would order stuff in my normal size and I'd get it. And it like it, it doesn't fit properly, right? And I'm not, you know, I'm not inclined to then pack stuff back up and send it back and send it and back. Exchange. No, you're right. It just it just sits in the wardrobe, um, like most of my stuff, just unworn. So again, it's really annoying. Just make make sizes of stuff that just make it, fit the same way every time. That's all I want. Just make it easier for us to spend more money. That's it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> because there, there are times as well, not so much with shoes, because shoes will generally just right. fit. You can squeeze into them if you need to. But with clothes, I am put off buying stuff sometimes because I'm like, meh, I don't know how it's how mm-hmm. it will fit. Or there will be like a disclaimer at the bottom saying, if you're normally this size, buy a size up for it to fit in this kind of way. And I'm like, I, I don't want that. I just, I know what my size is. I want to just buy my size. Right. Adidas don't and want everybody off. Yeah, and this is actually, we, we talked about uh, a new BBC EU jacket, which came out last week. Oh, the, the uh, astronaut joint? Yeah. So you, Fire. I, I saw it and I was like, oh, I love it. And you actually messaged me and you were like, I need this jacket. And I was very tempted to buy one. It was like 350 euros or something. But again, it's like a bomber jacket fit. And it had a disclaimer at the bottom saying, it has this kind of fit, therefore, if you want a loose fit, you need right. to like size up on it. And I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, yeah, it's a, it's a little confusing. Yeah, it's like I know what size I am. Let me let me spend my money with you now. But because it <laughs> because it had that on there, I didn't buy it. Yeah, I messed and up. Then, and annoyingly, the more we talked about it, the more I was like, damn, I want to go buy it. And I went back onto the site to buy it. And they didn't have any sizes. Like and, they had and it was small gone. Small in a medium. Because I think there were only like 100 of these made or something stupid. Right, right. They're really, really limited. Um, and they did sell out quite quickly in the store and online. So I'm hoping there's there's like a re-up of them at some point soon. I'm not holding my breath. But if there is, I may I may take a punt and, and try and get hold of one. Yeah, let me know, man, because I will uh, I'll definitely... Uh hit you up if you can get those because you know nasa uh, anything nasa i'm a sucker for so uh, when i saw that i'm like yep but you are right i mean i buy all my stuff medium i take it home and i'm like damn you know it kind of sucks it's not that i'm like getting bigger but it's like their sizes are like changing yeah so when i'm normally a medium i got to get like a large or even like an extra large depending on what it is yeah, they vary a lot. And again, what you what you also see, and this a lot of brands do this, but this is because we buy a lot of BBC stuff, or I do at least, I, I notice it. The sizes between the different stores vary as well. So this is one thing I really like, but also really dislike about like BBC stuff in general is the US store kind of works independently. The EU store works independently. Yeah, they don't like swap. The, the Tokyo store works independently and they all do their own designs and their own kind of separate collaborations and stuff like that. 
But what they also do is they also tailor stuff to fit, you know, the the local trends and the local sizings. Mm -hmm. So you'll find the US stuff fits a tiny, tiny bit bigger. The EU stuff fits slimmer. The Japanese stuff fits real, you know, it's real boxy and real slim fit. So you could buy an XL in each of those. And in the US, it would be like a little bit too big for me. EU would probably fit about right. Japanese one, no chance, wouldn't fit into it, it'd be too small. And again, that's an annoyance because there are, you know, a lot of, especially the Tokyo store exclusive stuff, when mm-hmm. it does get to the EU store and I want to buy stuff, I can't because you never really know how it's going to fit and what size it will be in. So again, that's a, that's another kind of slight annoyance I have with BBC stuff. Adidas, BBC, get it right. We need to spend more just, yeah. money. <laughs> just make, make that shit consistent. That's it. And you can take all of my money because I know what I'm buying. I know if it will fit or not. And I'll just throw money at you and I'll be happy. Well, wait until, moment, uh, yeah. wait until I pick up some... Uh, I guarantee you by next week when we do the podcast, my pickup, we're going to have to start that first. Because I, I plan on buying them all, and it's not because, you know, I, obviously, I, you know, all of them I don't, I'm not crazy about. But when you're a collector, I just feel like it's like, all right, whatever it is. The only, the only Pharrell joints I didn't get were those hideous tennis Adidas things. I, I don't even know what it was. I felt like they were just sitting on a shelf, and they were just like, okay, we'll put Pharrell's name on it. Hopefully, it'll yeah. sell. Those are like, horrible. I, I get what you mean, but then you've also, like, you've, you've got to bear in mind. Those specifically, they're not they're not fashion items. They are actual and actual shoes. Right, right. Those are people that actually go out and play tennis. So they're think, always going to yeah. If you go and look at like a proper athletic running shoe, you'd be like, that shit's ugly. I'm not going to wear that with a pair of jeans. Right, you're not, right. You're not meant to. You're meant I, to be running in that shit. And it's the same with those tennis joints. You're meant to be playing tennis in them. They're not. They're not necessarily a fashion statement. Yes, they're designed in a certain way so that you you kind of look okay when you're playing tennis, but they're not they're not made for me and for you to like be wearing out in town and stuff. Yo, know, I literally call them joints the Stevie Wonders because it's like who who made this? <laughs> People that know more about tennis and athletic like, shoes than I'm we like, do. Who is behind this? You know, I, I think I might pick up tennis just so I can uh, have an excuse to buy them. But they don't have Pharrell's name anywhere on it, except for the uh, the uh, the insole. That's it. You do actually have a some tennis courts quite near you, if I remember rightly. Right up the block, actually. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe we'll do a podcast while I'm out there. I'm 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 out there uh, playing some <laughs> tennis. You know, like for the people that listen listening to this, I'm watching the video of David. <laughs> Um, mimic, I'm trying to like mi- talk and make what he thinks someone playing tennis looks like. <laughs> um, That's what I'm like. Yeah. I'm, like uh, I'm trying to like play tennis and try to get my stance right. You see that? Yeah, you can, you can easily tell that David has never been on a tennis court in his life. Never, no. never. But all right, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, you've got an excuse to do it now. Well, next week I will probably have a total of ten new pickups. 
I'm looking forward to next week. Oh, don't worry. I'm hoping you, I've got zero. You, well, no, no, you're going to have more too. I guarantee it. Yeah. Well, actually saying that, yeah, there is something from next week's release that Trust I was me. hoping to get hold of. Yeah. It just depends how things work here in Finland because I haven't seen any uh, any news yet. Well, I, I'm not going to queue up, but uh, I may go out of my way to try and get hold of something. Mm. I guess we'll, we'll, we'll just uh, leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. But, um, all right, man, listen, I mean, uh, um, do we have a, a task for the new bait? Um, or do you want to just do should, that? But I did not prep anything. So let me have a quick look at my task. What, if you list. want, if you want a uh, penny, we can do it next week because I still have the, uh, the numbers from the second task it was about how many times I mentioned a um, a Neptune song in the in the podcast. I don't think I ever gave you those numbers. You didn't, but don't worry. Um, task number four was actually quite an easy one. So oh, okay. We okay. can actually do it this week. So this is for the uh, Bape Pharrell Roadster giveaway from the the personal collection of King of Creams. I have seen them all in real life. They do exist. Um, and they're you beautiful. Back to, you can listen back to the previous podcasts to hear about the rules and the sizings and all that jazz. I'm not going to go through all that again, but task number four to win this pair of amazing shoes, which I really want. Easy. Take it easy. <laughs> this is, yeah. And this is an, an easy task as well, actually. All you need to do is share the other's podcast logo or video because david did actually put a video out uh quite a while back oh that's right yeah so if you have a copy of that somewhere or you can scroll back on instagram and find it Mm -hmm. use that if you want um on twitter or instagram and then obviously make sure you tag at others podcast and make sure you use the hashtags others podcast task Four. So that's others with a Z and then the number four and then hashtag the others with a Z and hashtag others podcast. So either share that video from a long time ago or the others podcast logo. Make sure you tag at others podcast and make sure you use the hashtags others podcast task four, the others and others podcast easy that was pretty easy and um the video is on my instagram floating around somewhere so i totally forgot i made that that video is pretty dope it's on mine i think it's on the others podcast as well lots of people actually shared it so if you want to do that you can you can go and find it you don't get extra points for digging out the video um so <laughs> I think right. most people will just <laughs> post the picture to be fair. Um, but yeah, you can do that. Just share the logo. One of our, one of our logos that we've used um, in the past and that will suffice. Well, listen, I mean, um, it's going to be a tough day giving those things away, but I'm looking forward to it, to be honest with you, just to kind of like show my thanks, I guess you can say. Yeah, so exactly. just take care of my babies, whoever's going to get it. Yeah, definitely. Because if I see you scuff them up, 
Yo, Penny's going to be on you. I will be pissed. That's it. And trust me, you don't want to see Penny when he's mad. He just starts spending a lot of money. Yeah, we we don't (laughs) don't want that. So. All right, cool. I think that's it for this week then, unless you've got anything else. No, just um, like I said, next week I'm going to try to go pick up some shoes. Um, If you can, guys, try to check out the, the new colorways of the Hues. Some people aren't crazy about them, but if you are, it's just interesting to see the uh, the next colorway. So try to check those out. Yep, definitely. I like the new hues. The ones we've got coming up next week are even nicer. So mm. we'll see who gets what. I'm in. Those, those tie-dye joints are looking fly, guys. So, And I'm not talking about the human race. I'm talking about the hues. They look pretty dope. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, next week we'll probably be even broker. Oh, yeah. All right. You know what? No more talking about being broke. Sorry. No. no. Getting anxiety. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll wrap it up there then. Um, you can follow the podcast at Others Podcast, Others with a Z. Uh, you can get all the, some of the show notes that I bother to actually do um, and stream the podcast at OthersPodcast.com. You can find me at Steve R. Penny on all of the social sites and... Uh, at superhelsinki.com and where can people find you David always king of creams with a z (laughs) Z. or ice creams with a z 101 so king of creams uh, on instagram ice creams 101 on instagram as well so good stuff well that's it for this week thank you for listening everybody and we will speak to you next week bye bye take care guys peace Uh